love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fits happens live from our radio hub. It's Thursday, November 29th, 2018. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. Let's get this going. There's Drew. Well, apparently Megan Fox has an archaeology show on TV now, on cable. So guess what, kids? You can do anything you want. Transformer Megan Fox? That's the one. Wow. All right, there's oh. Bethany, the mouth from the south. I was thinking Megan Kelly. I was like, what? From the news to, to archaeology? Interesting. Yeah. Well, based on recent inspiration, he's looking to get his makeup tutorial show greenlit. Our host, The Fitz. <laughs> the what? Your makeup tutorial. I'm making a joke because, you know, something you're totally not qualified for. I don't know. Yeah. Or are you? Well, you never, hey. <laughs> uh, all right, you guys. Welcome to, uh, it's it's really Friday Eve, and we're going to begin with our, our pre-show warm-up jam, as always, if you don't mind, just to get you into, huh? The spirit. The spirit? Right? I don't want a lot for Christmas. say all she wants for Christmas is Christmas shoes? Oh, oh I hope no. not. Oh, we no, might have to no, play. No, so no. We might have to definitely play some uh, Christmas shoes today. Thanks, that's Mariah. It's a, a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> thanks, Mariah. Well, we had some craziness at our household last night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had to, I had to be Mr. MacGyver and, and, and uh, stop the bleed. Really? Yeah. Who bleed? Who bled? Cash bleed. Oh, Cash bleed. Our little baby boy Cash. Uh-oh. He's five years old. He face planted in a chair. Yep. Oh. I mean, we it was just. Tell him, don't run in the house. Yeah. Chip tripped right over his dad's legs. Where did uh, where <laughs> was the, where was the blood coming from? From the top of the mouth and the nose, man, like oh. crazy. But and, and blood was coming, and the kids always 
they Eric. react based off of, of how their parents are going to react. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, and we were we tried to be calm, yeah. cool, and co- well, I think Mama freaked out a little no, bit. No, I but didn't. Daddy was calm, cool, and collected. We stopped the bleed, and it was all good. You got you to show that calmness in front of them. Sure. No. Of course. No, the only thing that I was I was a little flustered was because our our other child, Drew, my daughter, she was trying to get me to buy something on Roblox while he was bleeding. And I'm like, But mom, no. but mom, but yes. mom, over here. All right. Uh, it's going to be a great show today. What are you kidding me? Stories coming up. And here comes Thursday. Let's go. And now, here's my daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Standing by, of course, with the news that did not make the news as I take you out of New York to protect and serve. Like when you think of a police officer, that's that's kind of the standard definition, right? To protect and serve. Mm -hmm. Yeah, written right on the car. Even if it comes to animals, right? Sure. Sure. Save your pets. A police officer, and I hope I get this right, Ossining, mm-hmm. New York, removed two propane tanks from a burning shed last Saturday, and then he ran back in to save a chicken, and his chest cam got the whole thing on video. For a chicken? That was on on, on fire. The shed was yeah. on fire. Okay, all right. And he, he risked his life to save the, the chicken. I have exclusive, what are you kidding me, audio. I got your chicken. (laughs) Hey, I got your chicken here. It's a little fried. (laughs) That was a good one, Drew. But just hearing... That was a crackling, roaring fire. Just hearing that... Yeah, it was. And just hearing the little sound of that little animal, doesn't it make it worth it now? I think so. I mean, I'm sure that you would have rather had the fried chicken. That sweet little bucka, bucka, bucka. I have so many friends who have like little pet chickens and stuff. I kind of want some chickens to be roaming around the oh house. Oh my God, those fluffy ones with the really fluffy, fluffy feathers. Have yeah, you seen they're them? Awesome. They're so cute. My sister has pet chickens. <gasps> and do they, they, it seems like they just kind of like stay around the house like a cat, right? Yeah, they let them out every day and they just hang around the yard. That is and they'll so follow great. her around and they're actually very pet like I was surprised. Yeah. All right, page two. What are you kidding me? Out of. Ohio, when you don't have straps. There's some idiots in Ohio recently. They moved a couch by, they put it on top of their SUV. <laughs> but instead of tying it down, one of them sat on on it to keep it from flying off. Hey, man, I'll just weigh it down for you. That's it. He oh. sat on top of the couch while it was on top of the SUV. Are you kidding? Not I'm not kidding. A woman who happened to get the entire video added some excellent commentary. Listen to this. Look at this, y'all. Do y'all see this? This is real, right here on Gettysburg. The couch is on the car. The boy is riding to hold the couch. (laughs) This is not real. (laughs) But it is. I feel like I'm being punked. Look at this. <laughs> that she was great? the best. Oh, she's, she's unbelievable. She's awesome. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the. <laughs> what are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. 
listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Fit happens live. 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 And we are back. And everybody who likes Twitter, uh, reach out and say what's up. Just you know, two words. Follow Fitz. F-I-T-Z. Two words. Follow Fitz. Uh, while Drew was uh, leaving the studio yesterday, I guess he was about 10 minutes into driving home, and uh, uh, you started smelling something kind of bizarre from, from out of nowhere. And at first you were wondering what, what this unique smell was. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a winter day, so I had my windows up and my heater on, and I'm alone in the car. And I start smelling like it, it almost brought like negative memories back but I started smelling like cigarette smoke like that kind of stale cigarette smoke when you're a little bit away from it maybe it's around the corner or something Mm -hmm. were you at a stoplight yeah well I was yeah sitting in traffic sitting still but a little slowly rolling ahead I'm looking everywhere and looking around and I realized it was coming from the car in front of me okay and it was coming into my car through the heater but we're so I mean think about smokers Mm. you just don't see them anymore you don't hear them so we don't now wait a second I mean that's interesting you say that. Do we really not see or hear about Hardly. smokers I mean, anymore? It, it, well, that's is. why your dad always, Bob, Green Beret Bob, always says that, you know, that they are the last group of people that are now being uh, discriminated against. Yeah. I mean, the smoker numbers uh, are uh, evaporating. He's yeah. like, you know, we got to go outside now. We can't even smoke. Anywhere. We're, we're discriminated against. You should against. hear the conversations in my, in my household. My dad really feels like uh, that people are, you know, stepping on his rights as a smoker. That you know, Parts per million. Yeah. <laughs> parts per million. Smokers have rights, too. You know what I mean? And, and that is no joke. Uh, when I was a bartender, we had smoking in bars, and that's when the law changed. And you could no longer smoke the bar. And we all thought, oh, my goodness, it's going to kill go. our business because yep. smokers aren't going to go up smoking. And flash forward about 20 years, 15 years or so, and you don't see them anymore. If you go to a bar, there aren't a bunch of smokers outside smoking. Well, it's like, well, legally, you, they can't. Uh, right. But le- you can't do that inside anymore, obviously. But you're saying even around the doors of restaurants, you don't really see What I'm them. saying, well, it's amazing how easily they kind of gave it up. Not but not I don't only know that, about that. Around I think the doors, it, around the doors, you're not even allowed. You have to be 20 to 25 feet away from the front or do, any door going into a restaurant. Hey, uh, uh, attention smokers out there! Attention smokers, is this true? I kind of disagree. I think there's like the secret society of them. Like if you go to, you know, you're walking through the airport and certain airports around the country have that smoking section. It's always pretty hardly, much packed. No, hardly any. I don't know have if any anymore. of them have anymore. That's the thing is that even whenever Green Beret Bob, the GBB, whenever he travels. He always says, you know, look, there are, I used to always have him stop, you know, on a leg of his, whenever he'd come visit us, for instance, I would have him stop somewhere in an airport that had a smoking room or something like that. That little glass box in the middle of the airport. now there are none. He's always like, hey, if you give me a layover, put me in Salt Lake. They have a nice smoker stop. That's right. (laughs) And now they don't have any. Um, What's really amazing about my dad, you guys, Green Bray Bob has been smoking since he was 13 years old. Yeah. 13. Since I was born, a baby, I remember my dad hacking up every single night. I remember thinking as a kid, how's my dad? Yeah, I'm worried about my dad. My dad's what? He's 70, 70 now. Still hacks like that mm-hmm. every single night. And I say, Dad, it's amazing to me. After I see you coughing like that and gasping for air, the first thing you do is reach for another one. Yeah, got to numb it out. Right. And he looks at me and says, quality of life. And I'm Some like, quality. what kind of quality of life? But I it's think, amazing. I, the, the seriousness is what I'm saying of that addiction. But I really feel like if he could get away from it long enough, he would start to feel better, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like whenever, you know... Yeah, there's other safer stuff to smoke, right? 
Well, not only that, but whenever he gets away from it, he you know, you actually start to feel better. I, I don't think he remembers what it feels like to breathe and have, you know, that clean air. Yeah. You know? Oh, he definitely doesn't. It's been 60 years. Yeah. So, so. Right. Welcome to the show, you guys. Stand by. Choose your news. That's on the way next. It's the Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. All right, men. Yeah. All right, hubbies. All right, boyfriends. Uh, it, it, It looks like it's time to make some changes to your sleeping arrangements right now. Um, because you have been demoted to the couch. Your dog, however, has been promoted to official Spooner. The results of a brand new study right now. They found women sleep better when they're sharing their bed with their dog than they do when they share it with uh, uh, their their significant other or another person. Yeah, that makes sense. We were talking just the other day about how people sleep. Some people in the old days slept in, you know, separate beds. They probably got better night's sleep that way. No, there's no question about it. Remember that one night that uh, my toenail, like, stabbed your calf? Yes. It's like a switchblade. <laughs> do you remember like, that? I have a scar. Yeah. Yeah, but you're a kicker. I'm not going to lie to you. You do kick. Well, you listen, score. you two. Get separate beds and let's be the end of this. <laughs> yeah. Can I get a new dog? <laughs> oh, no. Ew. No, you know what that means. How dare you? Don't say that, Su- Susie. You I love you. You said it. You've been asking me for another dog forever now. No, I haven't. But anyway, Susie, I oh, I don't want anybody else but this you. Anyway, um, it also found that women who share their beds with dogs went to bed earlier. They kept a better sleep schedule and got disturbed and woken up a whole lot less during the night. So does it have to do with size, maybe? I think it has to do with the comfort level and dogs just and give sweet. you that extra cozy feeling. And they're just sweet. Sweet and safe. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I've been thinking about maybe like a chocolate lab with Susie. A chocolate lab? What do you think? Those are a lot of maintenance. Oh, are they? A lot of energy. You got to run a lot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Drew, choose your news. Well, this is a sad one. It's kind of a cautionary tale. Um, A a woman in Dallas, she's a real estate agent. uh, She decided that she wanted to get a couple of cosmetic procedures done. She wanted to get a nose job and a breast augmentation. And she found a clinic in Mexico that offered the work at a greatly discounted rate. It was in Cuidado. Uh, So, right before the holiday, she packed up and headed down there to get these two procedures done at the same time. Well, she returned on life support. Uh, What happened is the clinic, they said they don't know what happened. She just wasn't coming out of the anesthesia, so they had to take her to the local hospital where they, it kind of sounds like they took her there and kind of dumped her there Mm -hmm. at the local hospital. I imagine. Her family rushed down there to find her. They got her back into the States. Once they got her here, the, you know, real medical professionals determined that they had administered the anesthesia in the wrong place, like into her spine, and it caused her brain to swell and she's permanently brain damaged they were basically forced to pull her off life support and i mean it's a real tragedy over vanity and i just it's a cautionary this, tale but, and, and you know what here's the thing she was a beautiful woman before that yeah and, and, she was yes and not only she didn't that even need it. and you'll be amazed at how many people are, go to mexico to do that yeah i was about to say that this happens a lot a lot a lot a lot where people go to other countries to have this stuff done and uh j- just to save money and then they come back and they have some sort of infection or 
It's just bad news. Bad right, news. Bethany, real quick, uh, choose your news. Okay, so a Doberman fell into a canal on Marco Island in Florida. There were no humans around to rescue him. Nobody even knew that he had fallen, and it started to appear like the dog had run out of luck. Luckily, someone did come to his rescue, and by someone, I mean certain creatures that are in the sea. We're talking about dolphins. These dolphins. Uh, Slipper? Yes, these dolphins saw this puppy flailing around in the water and they went over to investigate. Okay, he was stuck in a canal and so the wall separated the water from the land and it was too high for the Doberman to climb up. He became frantic and he had been in that water for at least 15 hours at this point. Basically, these dolphins just made a bunch of noise, and they they alerted some people that were that were close by. They came mm. over, they rescued the dog. Sonar, it was sonar. Yeah, it's just they, they were flipping around, flapping around, making a bunch of waves That's, and noise. I'm and, amazed at the amount of videos that I've seen lately where animals help other animal amazing, species. Right? It's truly amazing. Um, I think it's it's that universal love thing. Yep. All right, there you go. Let's choose your news. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Get uh, just awesome messages from our P1s every day. Uh, I wanted to share this one. Somebody says, Fitz, I'm so mad at my family right now, and I just don't know if I want to spend Christmas with them after what happened on Thanksgiving. When we started taking family photos, my mom pulled me aside and asked that my boyfriend not be in the family photos. And I was in shock since we've been together for almost three years. What really ticked me off is my older sister just got engaged to a guy after they met on Tinder four months ago. My family's known my boyfriend for over six years, and three of those years we've been dating. I could tell that Ben was really bummed uh, not to be included. Since I'm a senior in college, I really don't want to get married for a while. Uh, but they know if I did get married, it would be to Ben. I don't know if, if I should right say. Now. I don't know if I should say something, and let them know how I feel. Maybe I should just tell them that we are engaged, so they'll let them in the photos. Uh, I want to see what you guys thought. Hmm. Hey, by the way, thank you so much for uh, the awesome messages. That's Ashley. Thank you, Ashley. Interesting, Drew. Well, first off, uh, my advice, my main piece of advice, goes to the mom, which is. She played this all wrong. If you want pictures without this guy, if you don't trust he's going to be around, the way to play it is say, okay, everyone get in the picture, snap, and then say, okay, now just one with the girls, snap. Okay, now just one with the the Wilsons. Okay, snap. Okay, now one with everyone again. And that way you have pictures without him that you can just forget about the ones with him. Have some with him and then have some without him, you're saying, basically. And... And I'm going to just uh, talk from the mom point of view. I mean, all she w- she was trying to just get a photo of the people that she thinks are going to be in the family. Obviously, that if her sister is engaged, then she's thinking this person's going to be part of our family, at least for a little while. Mm-hmm. So, maybe, maybe mama and daddy know something that, you know, they're No, I just think don't. that if That's they're not possible. engaged. Good intuition. You it, know? Well, it's possible. You know how someone can be a creep and the person with them doesn't see it, but everyone else is like, this oh, isn't going to work. Yeah. This isn't going to work. And, and by the way, what do you do in that situation? When specifically, if you know your child is dating someone and you just can't stand that individual, <laughs> I have experience in this. Do you? Well, share it, please. Nobody. I mean, friends, family. Nobody liked my ex-wife when we were dating. They were all. They all said, "You can't be serious. You're actually going to go through with Mary." And I went like, "I don't know. I guess so." <laughs> Are you? So- <laughs> because she then, was horrible. She was a terrible person. Then, so. wh- then why did you go through with it? I don't know. Whatever. I was just, did your family? I was that time, I was like, uh, you know, whatever. Thirty, I'll do it. No, but I'm saying. I'll 
I'll do it. Did you, you could really <laughs> tell that all of your family members like just did not like her. Well, the first clue was when they said, we hate her. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and that was after what kind of an event? Probably Christmas or something. Right. Wow. She was... You I know, mean, like a oh, cold fish. She was okay. ice cold all the okay. time. All right. And not only that, but your your family still gets together. And I understand whenever, I mean, I understand and I move aside whenever, you're, if your mom and dad just want a picture with their kids, yeah. you know, that's okay. It's not like no, a big wanna, deal. You don't have to get your feelings hurt over it. I want to go back to Drew's family saying, we hate your wife. <laughs> well, no, that was, she wasn't his wife yet. <laughs> all right. Um, hey, we love your advice as well. Check in with us wherever you are right now. And welcome to The Fit Show. Yeah. The one, the one, the You're listening to The Fit Show. Everyone give it up for... Fitz Happens Live. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. All right, stand by. Uh, the Fitz file is on the way in a couple of seconds. We're going to get to the good, the bad, and the gossip. Forbes has come out with this their annual list of highest paid celebrities under 30. Wow. I'll give you those details coming up next. And Drew is standing by with the Thursday reality check. The NASA spacecraft that touched down on Mars has beamed back the first clear photo of its landing spot on the red planet. Yeah, this is huge, huge news. If you're not amazed by this, you're not paying attention. So this is the InSight lander. This thing was going 75,000 miles an hour as it approached Mars earlier this week, and then it slowed down to five miles an hour and made a perfect, gentle, set-down landing. Now, why this thing's amazing is, uh, A, it took eight years to get it all together. It cost almost a billion dollars. But it's going to do things that no one's ever done before. It's actually got a robotic arm that's able to place and replace tools. It's like a, It's like a space toolbox tool truck right and it's able to put instruments down and use them and the first pictures that came back were all covered with dirt yeah it's like it had the the lens cap on it did (laughs) that's actually right so that was a protective lens and it was able to use its robot arm to take that lens off but the new clear pictures actually come from one of the uh scientific instrument cameras are they now they're absolutely they're beautiful you can see them um it's just it's amazing i mean it's like the highest iphone picture you can see how much it it looked like earth yeah you know yeah and and the scientists are really relieved because they it was able to unroll its solar you know panels and prepare to charge its batteries that means the mission is full go gosh another another planet yeah wonder if we're gonna isn't that crazy you can see the horizon and that's just amazing well i'm telling you we're there for you know there we're we're, this is the world saying we need resources, and we are straight up exploring. I'm amazed. That, did you also see the other photos of the? Uh, it's the insight, right? Yeah. When it was started doing the Dougie. No, uh, <laughs> I didn't see those. And it was dabbing. It dabs. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. Yeah. It does have a robot arm, so it could dab. All right, what else is happening? Well, a little bit closer to home, but still kind of tech-related. Uh, two civil liberties uh, groups, the ACLU and the Electronic Freedom Front, have sued the U.S. government. They actually are trying to compel a federal judge to release documents about what the government is doing with Facebook. To, uh, the government has been trying to compel Facebook to release their end-to-end encryption specifically for MS-13 gang members. So that's an encryption that means when you're communicating with someone on Messenger, only the two of you are able to see that message because of the encryption. Well, Facebook probably has a way to undo that. now. So again, it, this is coming down to a, a not only a privacy issue, but individual rights and, and, and what uh, 
Right, because this isn't the government. This is a private company. Right. So if the government can force them to give them information, well, we want to know what well, the government is able to see. They don't care about the gang members. That's not the issue. What they want to know is what level of encryption and privacy can we expect from a company and what can the government force that company to wow. show them? Either way, it's going to set a major precedent. Because it I, is a precedent. I just read a story that, um, and, and this is, you know, this is horrible, but uh, this teenager and a man, a young man, were, were exchanging photos. And that's how they caught this man, was that they Facebook had raised the alarm and, you know, saw that in right. Messenger they right. were sending this type of stuff. So, I mean, they have to be watching in some way, right? That's what we're going to find out. Uh-huh. Well, either way. What we thought of Facebook and social media as we know it, y'all, I believe it's going to change. We were the experiment. We mm-hmm. were, yeah. We got the, the freedom. We're yeah. in the phase one. Goodness. All right, there you go. The Thursday reality check. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. what's trending right now and Bethany I'm sure you're, you're probably going to cover the story in a second about uh, Steven Hillenberg right the mm-hmm. stories about the Spongebob square pants creator. creator yeah sad news let's just say uh, apparently a bunch of diehard Spongebob fans right now they're planning on giving him a, a 21 bong salute uh, <laughs> I believe it <laughs> those are the adults that like Spongebob yep Boy, my kids, they still, you know, Spongebob is, is on every single day and night. Well, yeah, but they're still, kids. It's, it's, ma- it's right. meant for them. Yeah, but that means the parents have to watch, too. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, I've never seen a full episode of Spongebob. Oh, oh you've got to be kidding. Not even Count once. your blessings, friend. Well, you Count haven't lived. Blessings. You have not lived. <laughs> All right, Bethany's got the good, the bad, and the gossip. All right, so uh, Forbes has come out with their highest paid celebrities under 30 list. And, um, well, I'll tell you who's number one. Get ready to feel bad. Kylie Jenner is number one. Wow. She made roughly uh, $166.5 so those, million dollars over the past year. It's the lip glosses that you and uh, and my daughter freak about constantly. Well, I've never had a Kylie lip gloss, actually. I've never even ordered one. I've never seen Look, one of her if, collections. Uh, I don't know anything about that. But I do know that it's not only that. It's also, you know, followers and Instagram and social media. And- if anyone deserves hundreds of millions of dollars, it's her. I mean, she is such a ball of talent. She can just do anything. I mean, she's an amazing person. She really <laughs> sets the bar for humanity. Oh, wait, no. She has none of those things. She's just a, a face that her mom sold. Right. She's a How complete marketing you? exercise. How dare you, sir, insult her in the brilliant shades of different glosses well, I and realize, stuff that she's come out with. I realized that she How was probably you? in the lab concocting those makeup. Yes. Oh, no, wait, no. A company just yeah. put her name on their products. Right. It's a complete sham. Don't be fooled, people. What, <gasps> Stop I mean, giving her money. So so it's at the. you're saying it, it all comes down to the momager. It's, her mama, yep. right? Her so mama. all her kids She is a manufactured product. She's just a... She's just a dumb person. What about the glosses? Yeah. Okay. Well, Revlon already made them or whoever. No, they didn't. Someone made she them. She did. No, yeah. someone made them and they put her name on it. Come on. Okay, well, just to let you know, the other people on the list. I can't believe two adult men were just fighting about that. <laughs> That's a low point in our lives right there. <laughs> Others on the list, Ed Sheeran, Taylor Swift, and The Weeknd. So moving on to the bad. The Weeknd. That's another one. I mean, what a name. The Weeknd. Uh... 
The his name is the weekend. <laughs> that's, whatever, that's still he can have whatever name he wants. I mean, I'm not saying the dude's not awesome, but my God, I just He's it very really talented. it that's frustrates one talented me. Guy. He is <laughs> talented. It is so frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> most confusing star name ever. Good. Really, more more confusing than that symbol Prince had. Yes. <laughs> because- okay. So again, let's try this. Moving on to the bad. Inter- um, okay, SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah. Well, the creator has died. Steven Hillenburg. What? Are y'all ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain. I can't hear sorry. you. I know he died. I'm sorry. It's not funny. He died of complications from ALS, which, just in case you don't know what that is, it is Lou Gehrig's disease. Yes. Uh, he was diagnosed in March of last year. He was very young. He was only 57 years old. And he um, brought so much to the world. I mean, SpongeBob, I mean, it is iconic. I don't think of Lou Gehrig's disease as coming on that fast, but I guess there's different yeah. ways it can wow. afflict the, right, sure. the sufferer. And, 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 yeah, I guess targets and different bodies, different things. So it's very sad. It's basically where you're, you are a prisoner in your own body. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a really sad disease. Is that what Stephen have. Hawking had? Yes. yes. And he lived with it for 40 years. Yeah. Yeah. So moving on uh, to the gossip. The internet is parent shaming a footballer. Tom Brady has come to his defense because he's dealt with some similar criticism in the past. And by this footballer, I mean David Beckham, a different kind of football, ah, but still a see footballer. What you did there. Footballer. Yeah, he posted a photo of himself kissing his seven year old daughter on the lips. And people have come out of the woodwork telling him that it's wrong. You shouldn't oh, do that. Shut up, blah, 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 blah. Get off I kiss it. my babies. You know, I, I, my my grown sons. Yeah. So How Tom Brady, they? he's experienced you know the same thing, and he yeah. said, you know what, dad and daughter, so sweet. So he's yeah. he's definitely putting out the support for David Beckham. There. Or what about just a simple shut up? Yeah. Shut up. This is not. This is ridiculous. Well, remember Tom Brady had to deal with that whenever he had that thing come out and he kissed his son. Whenever his son was saying goodbye right. to him, that's and right. he kissed that's his right. son. Yeah. And it was a big deal then. You know, it's haters. Like, yeah, bunch come of haters. on, move on. All right, right, there you go. That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. Fitz happens live. live. This. Come on! Is why today doesn't suck. For Thursday, November 29th, 2018, everybody. And uh, we're almost getting there. It's almost Friday. Mm-hmm. Friday's Eve. Friday's Eve. Almost December. Yeah. Oh. Wow, we're here. Yuck. It's going to come quick. Mm-hmm. What'd you say earlier? You're like, man, t- time is moving so fast. Yeah, yeah, really. I can't believe it. Seattle Seahawks quarterback, you guys, Russell Wilson turns 30 years old today. Mr. Sierra? Mr. Sierra. Danger Russ. That's right. That's what he is on on Twitter, right? Mm -hmm. Danger Russ. Um, Sierra, she she takes a lot of photos of of her body. She shows a lot of her body. Well, she has a lot to be proud of. Yes, she does. She's a female celebrity singer, and that's the name of the game these days. She's straight up beautiful, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So anyway, Mr. Ciara. Anna Ferris is 42 years old today. I feel like she really hasn't recovered ever since um, What's-His-Face left her. I mean, I know she's doing fine. She's dating. Yeah, I, I know she's dating and stuff, but I just feel deep down that she still loves Struggling, her man. yeah. Yeah. I think she might be, too. Like, he seems very happy, and I don't know. She just kind of seems out of the spotlight. He's dating. It's just tough. You know, it happens, you know, with people. and. He's dating Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. Yeah. Really? Yep. Interesting. Uh, Chris Pratt. So, yeah, they, they, they seem really happy. And I'm sure it's got to be extremely hard for the other person to see, like, someone who is Especially in the theirs. News. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Oh, my goodness. Jonathan Knight today. Jonathan Knight. Jonathan. Yes, not Jordan. Jonathan Knight today, folks. From New Kids on the Block. Turns 50. Bad for Wait a minute, so are they brothers? They're yeah. brothers, yeah. Jordan I, and Jonathan are both in the New Kids on the Block. I did not and, know and they that. Were brothers, mm-hmm. and unfortunately he was, you know, the not so attractive. You can say brother. it, he's the ugly one. Yeah. That is horrible to say. It is, is there sad. always does it always come like when it you know families and stuff? Is there always like an ugly one? I don't think there's always one. Mm-hmm. No. But frequently. Because- yeah, there's a, there's usually one. So Drew, tell us what what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm definitely the ugly one, no question. <laughs> but I'm also the only boy, so I get away with it. <sighs> Howie Mandel is 62. Excuse me, 63 years old today from uh, America's Got Talent, Deal or No Deal, all that stuff. This day, in 1975, Bill Gates came up with the name and the logo, Microsoft. Wow. I mean, they wow. basically changed the world. They put PCs in your home. Yeah. I'd really like to know how they came up with that name, like the story behind it. Do you it, know? It's uh, microcomputer software is what it means. Microcomputer software. Yeah, because anything smaller than a room was considered a microcomputer Micro. in 1975. Yeah. Wow, it could fit on a table. It's a microcomputer. <laughs> well, it, right. I mean, they used to be like the size of dumpsters. Yeah, <laughs> and bigger. 65 years ago in 19... Uh, Excuse me, 66 years ago in 1952, I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus hit the charts, you guys. I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus underneath the mistletoe last night. Sounds like a elf in one of those uh, claymated shows. (laughs) And finally, on this day in 94, let's go to Brooks and Don. Uh, They became the first... Album, their album, uh, uh, Brand New Man, was the first album by a country duo to be certified quadruple platinum. Oh, I saw the light, I've been baptized by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes. I'm born to love again, I'm a brand new man. It happens live. And now, and now. It's time for your... Why are you kidding me? Stories of the dead. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, of course, here standing by with the news that did not make the news. Uh, feel free to send what are you kidding me stories. Facebook.com slash follow fits. As I, uh, I take you out of Massachusetts, somebody wasn't thinking. The Historical Society of Dorchester, Massachusetts is in some trouble for a Christmas card that they uh, they mass mailed to their supporters. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, no. And it, it reads, We're dreaming of a white Dorchester. Oh, no. Oh, Lord. It doesn't help that Dorchester is 22% white, um, 18% Hispanic, and 45% uh, African American. And it's a neighborhood south of Boston, um... Where this went down, it, it didn't go over well with some of the people, and there were uh, many, many apologies. I do have exclusive "What are you kidding me?" audio. It reads, "We're dreaming of a white Dorchester." The Historical Society says the holiday invite was designed with Bing Crosby's classic song "White Christmas" in mind, but it didn't go over as planned. With everything going on in the world today, with the white Christmas, 
they could have chose better wording. Clearly, they should have actually went through several people before they even thought about putting that on there. It's inappropriate. I mean, it can go either way. It would depend on how you would take it. I mean, some people can't wait for a white Christmas, you know, so it would all just depend on how you take it. Dot historical, right? So you get it, right? Wow. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking it was a complete misprint, but I think they were actually thinking of like a snowy Dorchester. Sure. Of course they were. Course. That is, I mean, come on. You got to do better than that. Right, That's let's, stupid. Let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? I'm going to take everyone now out of Switzerland. Stupid's what got you there. An American tourist went hang gliding. You might have seen this video going around. On, it was headline news. Went hang gliding off of a 4,000 foot mountain edge in Switzerland recently. And the instructor forgot to strap him in. Oh. Somehow. Oh, my God. He hung on for two minutes and 14 seconds until they landed. The video was petrifying. He tore his left bicep. He broke his right wrist upon the landing. Needed a titanium plate, four screws. This is them taking off. Exclusive. What are you kidding me? Audio. Are you ready for strong run? Yes. Three, two, one, go. Run, 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 run. There's and no then, screaming involved? Oh, he they watched the whole video. He is trying to figure out what's going on the I mean the entire time, realizes he's not strapped in. Uh, the hang glider at that point is trying to get it down, trying to kind of save this guy's life at the same time he's thinking man if this guy keeps pulling on me we're all gonna die yeah you have to steer by pushing your body around so he's doing it with one one arm yeah and you gotta watch this video yeah we'll post it uh, on our Facebook page right now okay whose job was that was that the instructors you of had one the instructors yeah you got one job to do so take check- care of that person <laughs> <laughs> now you lost your company yep <laughs> way to go whoops so check out the video, facebook.com slash follow fits. And there you go. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This happens. Live. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. So the beginning of this good stuff, it, it might sound like this guy has one goal in mind, and that's try to hook up with a pretty lady, Okay. Okay. Maybe that was this guy's motivation. But it, it gets really, really sweet. There's this guy in Southeast England. His name is Billy Higgins. What's up, Billy Higgins? He looks like he's uh, probably late 20s, I guess. And he recently signed up to donate bone marrow. All because he wanted to talk to a woman that he saw standing in line. Wow. So, again, I do want to say that the fact that he had a crush on her was probably the motivation here. Sure. But that's okay. Uh, um, because you know what? It, it got him to sign up. So his bone marrow ended up saving the life of a 10-year-old boy named Rupert Cross. Aww. And Rupert spent about 80 days in the hospital after he was diagnosed with a very, very rare blood disorder. And then he matched with Billy's bone marrow and the transplant completely cured him. They say recently uh, uh, that they get to meet for the very first time. And Rupert's mom got so emotional about it, she just, you know, her little boy's alive. She couldn't stop crying. Uh, the story gets even better. Billy, remember Billy Higgins? Oh, yeah. He ended up marrying the girl that he stood Aww, in line to talk awesome. to. I was just going to say, if she didn't date him after that, she has to. Like, we need to 
put together a campaign or something, but I'm glad to hear they got together. Ended up on the register because uh, the girl I liked was in the queue. <laughs> if you've got that opportunity to provide the bone marrow that someone desperately needs, then you have to do that. It's the right thing to do. I feel very lucky and I can't believe that someone would do this for me. He's a superman. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that one. Do you guys hear that? He's a superman. And you, each of us have that opportunity to be a superman or a superwoman to someone if we if we do that. I've never signed up to do bone marrow. I How hard either. is it? What do you do? I don't it's, know. I think they have to... I heard they got to get painful. it from your hip. Yeah, they like drill into your hip it's a little painful. bit. Oh. I can tell you that. I know that... Um, remember I told wow. you recently, a friend of mine on Facebook, his wife recently did it. She found out that she was a match for someone in Houston, and she drove down there and she had never met this woman in her life mm. and she gave her bone marrow and it was tough they had pictures she she was feeling bad but i mean the point is you're saving someone's yeah. wow. life you, you have a maybe a couple days maybe several days of pain and discomfort but someone else is dying you're saving a life with that so is it just a simple blood check they and, and then from there they see if you have the possibility to be a, a bone marrow donor probably from just you know giving some blood yeah i believe so hmm. all right well yeah there you go that is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. Now, please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Y'all, please welcome. Now back to The Fit Show. It happens live. Welcome back to the show, and I am on Instagram right now. Search two words. Follow Fitz on Instagram. That's follow Fitz. You guys remember um, that movie? It, man, it was early. I, I was, I'm was i an 80s baby, so it had to be early, maybe 80s, late kind of 80s with Michael Keaton, where he has a brain tumor. And he finds out he has a brain tumor, and he starts making tapes for his family. Yeah. Because uh, you know, he knows he's not going to be in the world soon, right? So... And he does it uh, thinking, okay, so-and-so is 13 today. All right, Ben, now you're 14 today. You're 15, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it always it was very, very emotional. And then I heard about this uh, this video that went viral recently. It was actually this short film in England. And, um, well, it's definitely a Christmas tearjerker. It's a guy who plays tapes from his mother every Christmas since she passed away. And he's getting ready finally to listen to the 10th and very last one. And she wishes him a Merry Christmas, and um, I'm going to play some of the rest for you right now. Hi, Chris. It's Mum. Merry Christmas, Poppet. Another year has passed. I wanted to start this one by saying something I haven't said yet, which is thank you. Thank you for taking the time to remember me. After all these years, I can't believe you're going to be 30 soon. I wish I could be there to see how you've grown, to see what kind of man you've become. I know I would be so proud of you. So this is it, my last tape. I wish I could keep talking to you every Christmas, but it's time to say goodbye. Just remember how much I love you. Never forget that, okay? I will always be your mum. Before I go, let me tell you a story about 
the happiest day of my life. The day you were born. Wow. Wow. Alright, we'll be right back. This is the Fit Show. So, check this out. Straight out of country. This Fit Happens Live. Ladies and gentlemen, is the Fit Show. Say hello to us right now. Just snap what you see and send it back to me. You know, a selfie or whatever. Just snap what you're looking at. Facebook.com slash follow fits and post it on my page. Facebook.com slash follow fits. Um, actress Reese Witherspoon is, is kind of sparking a little controversy recently. She thinks that you should be brutally honest with kids about their strengths and weaknesses. And I want to know what everybody thinks about that. Do you think you should be brutally honest with your kids about basically what they aren't good at? Absolutely. I. That's how I was raised. Um, I mean, they, they would encourage you to work and excel and try, but they also didn't sugarcoat it. If you weren't good at basketball, they said you're not good at basketball. I don't know. I guess I kind of disagree a little bit. I feel like even if somebody's not that good at something, if you give them hope and confidence, you know, pump them up a little bit, it might it might change the game form. It might make them enjoy it a little bit better. In that case, they might try a little harder, and who knows? One day might be able to master what at once they weren't even good at. I, I think that's, yes, there's value in that. But in life, we only have so much hours in our day and we only have so many days in a year. So we need to be able to spend time doing the things we're going to be able to be successful at. So let me give you an at. example. Somebody says, hey, Dad, you know, I, I, I want to play football. And, you know, a couple of games going into the season. So a, a father to sit down and say, hey, son, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. Football ain't your sport. Well, is, is that what we're talking about? Um, yes, but... It's not, hey, football's not your sport. Knock it off. Quit. It's You may not be the best on the field, but if you go out there and you give it your all or you committed to this team, you know, you, now that you've committed to the team, you so there's quit. multiple lessons in there. Right. Bethany, you have any thoughts on this? Well, I mean, I wish I knew an example of how she's, you know, what she's talking about. Like, what you're talking about or, I don't know, is she just like, you know, math isn't your strength, you know, you should quit. <laughs> I don't oh, I know. Agree I mean, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I agree that. I wish, I don't know. I, I just think it's important whenever, I mean, to be honest, but at the same point, supportive. And that's the yeah. fine line that you have to walk on, especially keeping, you know, kids' emotions in mind. Angela says, we all have weaknesses and strengths. Our parents are the ones that we look to for comfort. There's nothing wrong with them also making us uncomfortable if we can grow from their knowledge. I think knowing it's your strengths is a very powerful tool in the world. Like, so you're not wasting your time in things that maybe aren't suited to you. Yeah, I think maybe it's about the delivery. Yeah. You know? It's not what it's, you say, but how yeah. you say it. Don't yeah. say you suck, uh-huh. but say, hey, let's look into blank because that's something you're good at. Liz says, I always talked about their strengths and how great they were. I just encouraged them to try everything and they would find their love and what they were strongest at eventually. So yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe they'll find out through trial and error, and maybe that's the point that you sit down and go, hey, maybe this isn't your thing. Let's find something else. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you'll like. you really enjoy. Blah, blah, blah. Nudging them in the right direction, encouraging them in the things they're good at. Little nudge. Little yep. nudge. Little pat, pat. Nudge it. Vince happens live. Woo! 
F I T with a Z. Come on. This is the Fit Show. This is my team, baby. Fit happens live. Happy Throwback Thursday, everybody. And uh, um, just like we're about to do, I hope you, you do the same thing. Find some old jams that just, you know, just kind of bring it on back and, uh, and play them for yourself today. Drew, I want you to tell us your Throwback Thursday, but you also have to tell us why you chose this particular Throwback Thursday song. So the reason I chose this song is it's fall. It's finally like legitimately fall. It's dark earlier. It's cooler out. Yeah. It's, it's You can smell people's fireplaces in the air. You can smell fireplaces, that smoky smell through your neighborhood. And it just, whenever I think fall, it takes me back to like junior high and high school. And the band Depeche Mode always felt like fall to me. Interesting. So I, so I picked this song. like he would sing the fashion mode. Yeah, so moody. So this takes you, this is a very fall-like reminder for you. Yeah, it feels very gloomy and fall-like, but good at the same time. Are you depressed right now? Not at all. You doing okay? Yeah. All right. I mean, I could do with some more sunlight in the day, but yeah, I like longer days. Yeah. Well, you know, um, along those lines, you know what reminds me of fall? Uh, For my throwback jam, this song is actually from the year 2000. This song was released in the year 2000. And this song is about a child who goes to get his mama a pair of shoes. Oh, come on. We should have known that yeah. this was coming. This whole thing was a setup. Oh, my God. How it was just you. so he could play yeah. it. This whole break, this whole bit, we've been doing it for months. Oh. It's probably just for this moment. <laughs> I have never. How dare all of you for accusing me of that. This song's about a little kid. He goes and mama needs a brand new pair of Jessica Simpsons. And he runs down to get mama size size eight, you know, before she, you know, leaves the world. This song is called Christmas Shoes. Sure, I wanna buy these shoes for my mama, please. They're just her size. It's Christmas Eve, and these shoes are just her size. I mean, what a precious, precious song. But the little kid goes down. Mama's got to get something on her feet now. <laughs> I, yes. I, I'm not. I'm feeling like this story changes every time I hear it. Like sometimes it's a pair of basketball shoes in size 11. Sometimes it's well, it depends. Jessica Simpson I mean, nines. <laughs> I mean, listen. Let's be honest. If she had her way, she'd definitely get those new LeBrons. Yeah. <laughs> but the kid doesn't have that much money. Here, I'd like to play it one more time for oh, you. All. Yeah, it's on. so good. You know what it's about, right? He had, I think so. And you don't think it's weird? They're just her size. Well, it's a happy coincidence. God, this gives me the tingles. It definitely makes me feel a certain way, too. It's Christmas magic is what it is. Uh, Bethany, the mouth from the South, what you got for Throwback Thursday? Save us, Bethany. Uh, I got, because this is the holiday season, so I'm definitely feeling it. It's not Depeche Mode, is it? No, it's not Depeche Mode, but it's the holiday season, and this is what I'm talking about. Russia. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Queen, Freddie Mercury, and uh, David Bowie. What year? I don't know what year this came out. Sorry. Right. Oh, 1982. There you go. Hey, everybody, wherever you are right now, at home at work or in the car, listening on the app, happy Throwback Thursday. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. 
The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. And Drew is standing by with a Thursday reality check. President Trump is attacking General Motors over its decision to idle plants and lay off workers. The president is threatening to cut all GM subsidies in response. Yeah, this is getting interesting. So uh, there's another development yesterday. Now, a group um, who is called the Trump Train. Now, this is not President Trump himself, but uh, this group Trump Train formed a tweet yesterday that said, um, if GM doesn't want to keep their jobs in the United States, they should pay back the $11.2 billion bailout that was funded by the American taxpayer. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Wow. President Trump retweeted it. No comment. He didn't add anything to it. He just retreated it, which yeah. is a very, I think, loud sign to GM that he's saying, hey, look at this. Hey, we there's, bailed you there's out. There's an idea. Yeah. Hmm. Bring back the jobs. Well, not yeah. only that, but people are saying this. Maybe yeah. you should, you know, like. Right. Like these, that's the American taxpayer dollar that, right? that you got to stay in business uh, to save uh, you. Uh, and okay. now you're going to put those some of those people out of work. Very interesting. But again, what precedent is this? Is this setting now? I mean, don't employers have the I mean, rights to open things and shut things down uh, unless they got a whole bunch of billions of dollars from the government? I think that's what this group is suggesting and what the president may be kind of giving a nod to, which is uh, you're operating on house money. You're playing with house yeah. money, so maybe you need to rethink putting those people out of work or maybe bring jobs back in that are currently over you know get uh, dirty. over the borders that sort of thing could get dirty i mean he's a master of this he's definitely playing the crowd and playing sure. gm sure. and showing him it, it, it's a new way of doing politics he's doing it via twitter i think that's very interesting yeah via social media yep. mm-hmm. so we talked last week about the massachusetts what became the first state in the east to legalize pot and get their stores open well Uh, They're doing gangbusters business. Those two stores they have open have reported $2.2 million in sales in just their first five days of business. You know what's also interesting? All of the uh, like shelves, like at Walmart and stuff, completely out of Doritos. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That that $2.2 million comprises about 56,000 marijuana products. That's what's moved up the shelf of these two stores. But it's causing a problem because one of those stores uh, is right next to a a residential neighborhood, and the, the neighbor's called an emergency meeting because there is literally a line out the door, down the block, what? around the corner, blocking traffic. I'm sure that's all the because it, to get in the because stores. it's brand new, and, right. and I'm sure those lines will slow down or whatever. Yeah, but I think the point is here that the people responding, they love it. Hey, there's a pot store. People yeah. are lining up. They're going in. They're, everyone wants <laughs> wants pizza action. Wants to go buy some legal pot. True. Why don't you tell us how you really feel about it? Well, I, <laughs> I feel like 2.2 million dollars in taxable revenue was generated in five, five days. days. Right. Bring right? some of that money. Put it in the schools. Yeah. You know what I mean. Let the kids have. The, the the best of the uniforms and the best gymnasiums and football fields. Well, not only that, but technology. A lot of these yeah. schools yeah. can Computers. You're right, though. A lot of these schools have, like, dirty water. That's right. It's I mean, not fair. some of these schools that are in um, lower-income areas are just horrible. So, yeah, use it for that. Well, speaking of revenues, one more thing. Amazon has announced they have uh, said that their Cyber Monday has the been the most successful in the history of the company, better than last year. They aren't giving exact numbers, but they are saying that they sold 180 million items between Friday and Monday. They didn't break out Cyber Monday on its own, but they said from from items I thought it, I thought it was or like how much cash 180 million items they aren't releasing yeah. how much cash oh. they made because their their quarterly statement will be coming up soon. Uh, I thought it was I thought I read something that was like 7 billion 
or well, something. They, they have not released an official number, but 180 well, million you know items between wow. Friday and Monday. Uh, Amazon just purchased Mars. <laughs> no. All right, there you go. That's the Thursday reality check. Fitz happens live. Straight out of country. Uh, I want to remind you guys, something pretty cool is going to be happening this Sunday. Uh, my buddies Dan and Shay, they're going to be headlining a benefit for the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh. That's going to be happening this Sunday. The spot where you know last month's terrible shooting took place. And they're going to be calling it a concert for unity. And all the proceeds will support the rebuilding efforts. And Dan Smyers is actually from the area. Mm-hmm. And, wow. Uh, That's great. Yeah. Uh, which also, by the way, uh, this weekend on, on my countdown show called The Hit List with Fitz, mm-hmm. um, they are going to be our featured guest of the week. Oh, cool. Featured, featured group of the week. Yeah. So nice. I'm very excited. Man, they got snubbed at the CMAs. Snubbed. They, they, they were nominated four times. And then... Um, well, they were up against some pretty hard competition. I mean, Chris Stapleton and a couple of... Because yeah. yeah. it was like best single, best song. You know, I mean... It's hard to go up against Chris Tate. I mean, you know, he's like the powerhouse right now. And God, that voice. Yeah, but to be nominated four times, though, that's pretty cool. That's a big honor. You think that they'd walk away with one. Yeah, but, you know, maybe next year. Especially after the snub and and the big, you know, the big And they're young and they're new. They've got many more years. plenty of time. Oh, hey, Drew, I know you're going to love this. Mitchell Tenpenny. His uh, his Telling All My Secrets album is going to be dropping December 14th. He's hitting the road to promote it, and it's going to be kicking off the week before on December 8th in Rome, Georgia. He's kicking off a tour in December? Apparently. Interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. Hey, Drew, give me your favorite Mitchell Tenpenny song. Uh, what's that one? Um, you know the one where he's like, baby, uh, I need you. I'm nothing without you. You know the one I'm talking about. I want. You, why don't you tell us? Well, I'm trying to remember. I don't know titles of songs, so it's something like, Girl, you're the one for me. Um, girl, you're you're my everything. I'm nothing without you. I had no life before you. Y- you know, it's the gist of the lyrics. Don't look at me. Why don't you tell everybody you don't know who Mitchell Tenpenny is? I don't really know who Mitchell <laughs> Tenpenny is. <laughs> that is Those were all very good guesses, though. <laughs> um, all right, Dirks Bentley, he said that his daughter Jordan is going to be turning eight years old on Christmas Day. That's going to be tough. That's a tough one for the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tough kind of for Jordan, my middle daughter, because her birthday is on Christmas. It's, you know, so it's kind of a, one of those things where she, uh, we try to give her a, you know, extra present or two, but it's, it's kind of a, tough to share your birthday with Jesus. Um, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna get a little overshadowed on that one, but, um, she's good about it. But, um, we just tell her, we just sell all these Christmas trees and lights and these are all for you. Sorry, honey, you get nothing this year. You share your birthday with he Jesus. Said an, an extra Christmas present or two. <laughs> oh, what is up with that? that is not, because that's not fair. It's I mean, not fair. You know what they should do? Because I we have a kid that December fifteenth, yeah, Chloe fifteenth, and so I think it would be. And she always hated because she could never have like a summer pool party yeah. or something like that. So they should do something for like celebrate it in Her the middle birthday. of the year. Celebrate, celebrate the half birthday. birthday. Yeah. So like on what July fifteenth, yeah, something yeah. like that, or whatever. All right, June. so. There you go. We just took you straight out of country. It happens live. The Fit Show. F-I-T with a Z. Follow Fitz.com. Uh, welcome to Friday Eve and wherever you are right now at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. You could send me a message right now uh, on Facebook real quick. Say what's up. Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. Looking at my show sheet today, I have uh, quite a few audio scraps I could still get to. Some leftover audio scraps. scraps. 
yeah. like the audio like, scraps. Like table scraps. Yeah. See, let's see what this is. This is a this is a clip of William Shatner. Apparently, he released another song for the Shatner Clause Christmas album. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, he made this with various artists. This one is uh, it's a video for Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer with Billy Gibbons of ZZ Top. Wow. Okay. All right. Let's see. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. So I guess there's not any singing involved. It's just Rudolph the... Yeah, he's sort of a spoken word artist, but it's crazy to think that Shatner's like 90 years old and he's still got that much energy. Yeah. But isn't it important at that age, I mean, to to, to stay active and and definitely have a reason... We read about this every day. You got you got to wake up with a reason to get up. You got to have something to look forward to. I'm going to tell my grandpa he needs to get into spoken word poetry. Oh, can you imagine? Slam poetry. When is his uh, 90th This weekend. This weekend. All right, I have some more audio scraps. Um, I'm pretty excited about this. Starbucks has a brand new drink for the holidays. I mean, it's called the Jumpier Latte. Jumpier. Oh, it's supposed to be Juniper. Juniper. Yeah, but it, well, there's it, a, oh, it's this is spelled J U N. Look at the title above it. Look at look at the title. Sorry, it's a Juniper Latte. Yeah. Okay. Well, and apparently they they say this tastes like Christmas in a cup. What does Christmas in a cup taste like? Well, I hope it doesn't taste like juniper, because that's like, uh, I'm pretty sure juniper is what gin tastes like. It's juniper syrup, <laughs> dust, dusted with pine citrus sugar. Well, I guess it's going to have a real pine tree smell then. All right, uh, let me, hang on, let me pull this. Check out Starbucks' latest holiday concoction. It is the juniper latte, and people are saying it's basically like taking a Christmas tree and pouring it into a cup and drinking it. <laughs> wow. So if that sounds good, this might be for you. In any case, it is a wintry new drink made of espresso, steamed milk infused with juniper syrup, capped with velvety foam, and a dusting of pine citrus sugar. Yeah. Where's the peppermint? Because I'm, I'm picturing like some peppermint in there as well. Well, maybe you stir it with a peppermint, peppermint stir. stick. Yeah, but that just sounds like a tree. Yeah. It sounds more Who like wants- a smelly candle than something you want to drink. Yeah, why would you want to like, why don't you just pull a... Pull a couple of pine needles off your tree and just chew on them. <laughs> All right, stand by. What are you kidding me? Stories are on the way. The Fit Show. And now, and here's now, my and daddy. Now, it's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Yes, of course, standing by right now with the news that did not make the news. So excited to be your What Are You Kidding Me? Anchorman. This is worth a what the repeat. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually mentioned this to you earlier, but do you remember what I titled the story? Uh, forgot the straps. Oh, forgot, forgot the ties. Yeah. Forgot the ties. There's some idiots in Ohio. They recently just moved a couch by putting the couch on top of their SUV, but instead of t- uh, tying it down, one of them sat on top to keep it from flying off. So again, the couch is already on top of the SUV. The dude then gets on top of the couch and got to put some weight on it. Yeah. What they forgot was their physics lesson. And they also forgot a woman who happened to uh, be providing some unbelievable commentary to this video. Listen to this. Look at this, y'all. Do y'all see this? This is real right here on Daddy's bird. 
The couch is on the car. The boy is riding. Hold the couch. <laughs> this is not real. But it is. I feel like I'm being pumped. Look at this. Unbelievable. All right. I love her. Let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? Out of the Lone Star State, ladies and gentlemen, a this is titled Wedding Crasher. A wedding photographer out of Dallas-Fort Worth, who also does some bikini modeling on the side, was working at a wedding last Saturday night in Fort Worth, and she got really, really drunk, and uh, she also made love to one of the guests. Oh. Is that against the rules? I'm not even done. She also went outside and used the bathroom on a tree. Oh. And uh, they arrested her for public intoxication, y'all. Straight up. From what, what I understand, wedding photographer. Yeah. I think uh, she had, she also had some, some drugs mixed in with the <gasps> oh. alcohol. Have you done some further investigation yes, to these I have. "What Are You Kidding Me?" stories? Mm-hmm. So, so that means you're looking for the details. We wow. have a rule for "What Are You Kidding Me?" stories. No details. <laughs> no details. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I want some of them. What's up? Nothing. She she just had. They found some some pills in her uh. in her purse. And so they okay. think that really she probably drank along with that, which okay. would explain the crazy behavior. But she seems like a sweet gal. She just had a bad reaction to her meds. <laughs> <laughs> Next weekend, let's do pictures again. Yeah. All right, there you go. You got the. What are, are you kidding, kidding me? me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Come on. Fitz Rock. happens live. Everybody, what's up? Welcome back to the show. I've gotten a couple of messages today. Uh, um, several people have been asking about uh, our troop salute that we did uh, yesterday, I guess. Yep. And it was about our, our buddy who is in Hell Week. Right now, trying to become a Navy SEAL. That's what the troop salute was about yesterday. And y'all, he's still there. Still there. Done Friday at 6 p.m. if they still make it. It had gone from 220 to 70, from 70 like to 55. And of course, you know what happens from there in Hell Week. Then who knows who will be making the final cut Friday night at 6 p.m. Right, but it's important to note, it, to, to note that it's not over when Hell Week's done. That's when training begins. Right. If you make it that far, right? If you make it that is week. that is the beginning. Mm-hmm. Dang! You know what? You questioned me earlier on a little something, something. You uh, when I when when you were looking at my phone, then I guess you saw something that I googled. And do you remember what what I googled? And then you thought it was bizarre and weird. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, Bethany, do you remember? I do. It was um, how can can you get into the military at forty? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get into the military? Can you enlist at 40 years old? And by the way, I didn't see anything that said that you can't. When I was in, uh, the age used to be, well, at least for the Marine Corps, it was 28 back then. Uh-huh. But you could get a waiver. It's a waiver. You're right. You could get in with a waiver, if, but you had to prove certain physical fitness attributes and, and things like that. But like what? I know they moved it up later. Well, you had to be able to do a, a good PFT score. Okay. Which is your three mile run, your pull ups, and your sit ups. Okay. Um, is is, that, is to, that kind had, of the basics, right? Yeah. The, the PFT. Yeah, physical fitness test. Um, and you have to prove that you don't have any ailments or issues. You know, like bad joints, 
things like that that we older people tend mm-hmm. to start having. Speak for yourself, old man. I don't you're the have one them. That... I'm saying we oh. older people. I'm, oh, just, okay. I'm including us in a group of well, people. Well, it seems like you're kind of making fun of my... Uh, uh... I have a ba- uh, there's a disc in my back that gives me pain. Just that one? one would keep you out. What? Just one? Nope. That history of back injury would keep you out. Yep. I don't believe that. Because, why? Why? You can't, th- you can't even army crawl across our living room. Yeah. You can't have a physical <laughs> When I'm in pain, ailment. I do. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, that, that's it's not a judgment. I'm just saying that would keep you out. Just like... There are things I could do to serve uh, my country. Well, Sure. Do you want to be a cook? I just feel like I, I've, I've had this weird struggle lately. I feel like, my God, I haven't done anything with my life. I'm just a talking head behind a microphone. What have I done? What have I done? Well, I think you're just comparing. I want to enlist. We've been watching. We've been You've watching. You've been watching the slow decline? We've been watching. <laughs> we've been watching seats, baby. Medal of Honor, which is a great series that's on Netflix. And it's all, every single episode is about someone who won the Medal of Honor. And you keep comparing yourself oh, oh, and your achievements. First of all, I don't compare no, myself I, to yeah, any what Medal I'm of Honor. She means you're stacking yourself up, yeah, uh, putting you, yourself up against them. Uh, yeah, you're looking at them and going, what have I done? Well, I mean, right. these are these are guys that have fought next to people. That, they're one well, in a million. Yeah, I mean, even even for those of us who have served, those guys shine way above way. us. They went way beyond. But for the regular civilian coward like myself, many of us say, "What have we done?" But you know what? Every part of America is important. Your troop salute. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. just well, that's my way salute. of service. Well, that that is service because you're recognizing them, and just recognizing them changes perception. People yeah. people that are listening say, "Hey, you know what? I should thank someone mm-hmm. that's out there." You know. Yeah. Might even encourage someone to you know enlist one day. Right. Yeah. You're right. We'll be right back. I'm gonna go stretch my back. This <laughs> <laughs> happens. Live. It's time to open the fix box and read his Twitters and Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, Twitter, maybe Snapchat. Yeah, your questions, comments, concerns, the good, the bad, and the ugly about this show. You know how to find me. From Marianne. Marianne says, Fitz, I'm so glad that you just discovered the Hallmark Channel. Oh my God, you are so right. It is the best during the holidays. My TV stays locked on it from November 1st through the New Year's. And I think it's so good to have uplifting, positive holiday programming on my TV. And then I get you on my radio. I wish more stations would be as positive. Marianne. Wow. Thanks, Marianne. That's great. Thank you, Marianne. You are sweet. And, um, oh, we didn't do a Hallmark Channel update today. No, we didn't. We'll do it, we'll do it tomorrow. Have you Gosh. also looked at the Lifetime Network? Because they are very Christmassy this time of year as well. No. No, I do love Lifetime. I think but Lifetime I did... and Hallmark might be the same. Like, the, the, you know, under the same parent company sure. is what I'm saying. But they're two different channels. Yes, of course. So you're saying there's a possibility I can get more Christmas magic on Lifetime too? <gasps> no, but there, uh, there is also a Hallmark... Uh, movies and mysteries. So there's two Hallmark channels. Oh my god! Um, there's Hallmark the regular, and then there's Hallmark movies and mysteries. Both of them play Christmas movies. Non-stop. Do they both? Do they both have Candace Cameron? Yes. Oh, undoubtedly. <laughs> Perfect for sure. All right, uh, Greg. Hey Fitz, you had a segment on last Friday about how men can set the mood during the holidays without spending a lot of money. You missed one, my friend. You missed one, and it's one word: candles. 60% of the time, it works every single time. Uh, <laughs> Way to go, Greg. See what he did there? Yeah, I do. So, 
not only setting the mood for the holidays, but setting the mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what the smelly candles? He didn't. He didn't recommend any kind of candles. I think this, all candles work, but smelly candles are obviously the best. Sixty yeah. percent of the time, it works every time. Yeah, candles are great. You know, I did something the other night around my bath. I took a bath. Yeah, it was actually a bubble bath. But I just lit two candles and put it by my feet and just chilled. How do you How do you fit in the tub? We have a big tub. That's a. It's like a hot it's tub a, in the house, or it is a big tub. One of those troughs that they feed horses out of. Mm-hmm. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> There's one thing I know: you ain't never gonna see it. <laughs> it's probably a good thing. Got a stock tank in your bathroom. Jennifer says, uh, "Hey Fitz, I heard you earlier." In the past few days, you think you haven't done anything or that you're just a talking head behind a microphone. Wrong. You need to know your value. I'm a P1D1, and I love listening to the show every day. The world is so negative and political, and you give us something to look forward to that is fun. And you help me snap out of the blues when I get them. You're a rock star, in my opinion. Beef tips to you. Jennifer, Aww, thank you, Jennifer. That, wow, so that, nice. What is that the way. one you told me you said oh, I was, I was, it was going to make me feel better? Yeah, I said you're going to like this. And that was actually a really... Um, a really long ride. Yes. Just, that was the bullet points there. Jennifer, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. This is The Fit Show, live. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, what have we learned today for Thursday, November 29th, 2018? And wherever you are at home or at work, in the car, listening on the app, first of all, thank you for listening. And secondly, let us know what you learned. Here's what I learned. This is a little bit sad to hear. This, uh took a little bit out of me to find out that women sleep better with their dog in bed than uh, their man or, or person in bed. Hmm. Yep. I think you would probably sleep better alone. You think so? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, you're you're big. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dogs take up less space than us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're saying yeah. that dogs are just better spooning partners, I guess. Yeah. In bed. Well, Susie just kind of hangs out by the end, you know. She likes the end. Yeah. Yeah. She does her, She's not a fan of your feet. I don't know about that. She's got to watch out for yours for the (laughs) switchblade. You're right, man. I do have a stray nail that kind of cut her one night. Put her eye out. Yeah. All right, Drew, what about you? What have we learned today? Uh, Well, during Straight Outta Country, I learned about uh, Mitchell Tenpenny's new tour that's launching in December. And truth be told, I learned about Mitchell Tenpenny because I didn't really know who he was. Country artist Mitchell Tenpenny. Yeah. That's right. There's so many new artists, I can't keep track of them. Yeah, just like He's new, right? Just like, yeah, very new. Just like Netflix shows. Right. There's so many, you can't even keep up. Yeah, there's so many now. Who's what? But anyway. All right, Bethany, the mouth from the South. What have we learned today? I learned that uh, Drew thinks Depeche Mode... Uh, well, it reminds him of fall and winter. Yeah, very it's bizarre. So emo, and that's what fall is to me. It's emo. <laughs> fall is emo. It's emo. Fall's the emo season. Fall is skinny jeans, and moody, and gloomy. It's always if fall wearing a was beanie. A person, it would yeah. be emo. He said fall is always wearing a beanie <laughs> <laughs> and drinking coffee. Yeah, in the Hallmark Channel. Mm-hmm. All right. So, oh, something else I learned, by the way, real quick. I learned that uh, Lifetime apparently has Christmas movies, too, yep. just like the Hallmark Channel, but not with the Candace Cameron, like the Hallmark Channel has cameras, uh, Candace Cameron all the time, which is great. You know, it's where you go to get America your loves Candace Cameron. Yeah, but it's hard because sometimes if you walk out of the room and you come back and it's on yeah. a different movie, you're yeah. totally lost because <laughs> you're like, wait a minute, it's the same actress, but wait, what? Wait, didn't she just adopt her niece and nephew? Yeah. And no, look, what? it's a different guy. Yeah. All right. 
Have a great day, you guys, and we'll see you tomorrow for the Friday show. Flush the format tomorrow, mm-hmm. y'all. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. Think big, because you're thinking anyway, and who's better than you? Nobody! Oh, yeah. That's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.